for football. It's time for victory. We making history. We the new big thing. Ain't no mystery. Believe me when I say the big game's on. Better tune in. That new thing about to take off. Ready to face off. Look me in the eyes. I'm so gay. Ready to them all up in your mind. Ready for the battle. We preparing for the war. Give them just a taste. I swear they want more. Welcome to another episode of XFM Podcast. How you feeling today, LJ? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great today. Uh, more football tomorrow. Can't ask for anything else. Yes, sir. Today is uh, March 3rd, Friday. Um, week 3 is upon us. And um feeling great, man. Uh, I think the play should definitely ramp up. Uh, players are getting comfortable. Uh, coaches, uh well, we got some coaching problems in uh, cool. in, in 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 Vegas and uh, Orlando. <laughs> the, my man Buckley got hot mic uh, going crazy on the sideline. Um, but yeah, man, what you what you think about the the games or week two games? What's your thoughts on that? Um, just the up and, another up and down roller coaster games. I mean, you had some games that were bad and. No, okay, no, no. This week was a roller coaster. Last, I think the first week was pretty, was very good. But uh, this week was just a to and fro week for sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, you had some ugly games. You had some good games. Uh, Thursday night football. Hey, I would say that XFL is looking way better than the NFL when it comes to Thursday nights. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so far, so far at least. So uh, there was no weekday game this week, uh, obviously, but still, um, to and fro, uh, like I just said. But I think this week will be better because there's some really uh, good games coming this week. Yeah, that uh, that Thursday night game was pretty interesting. Another comeback win for the Battlehawks, man, and that uh, and I, I just, <sighs> yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I thought the uh, drag, the Sea Dragons would take this uh, W, but man, AJ McCarron, they they just keep getting it done. They just keep getting it done in, at the end, man. So uh, that was an exciting game. But uh, but go ahead. Look, I try to tell people AJ McCarron could tear this league up, man. He could be the best quarterback in this league, and right now he's showing. Uh, last two weeks that yeah, he's he's him. So <clears throat> again. There, uh, how long he, he's been in the league for uh, like eight years NFL NFL uh, that's what I'm talking about eight years mm-hmm. as a backup won back to back national championships back at Alabama mm-hmm. I thought that XFL got a steal with this guy despite his age being 33 so and it's really showing in the last couple of weeks <clears throat> so yeah props to Agent McCarron and um, great story too I mean yeah. he could have um, took more money and just been a backup, finished career as a as a um, backup in the NFL. But he said, you know, nah, my kids want to actually see me play, so that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. And yeah, I can, you know, he already got all that money from the from being a backup. But I know 
he's going to want to tell his grandchildren, his children's, you know, that, you know, stories of like, you know, the game winning drives he had in the XFL along with the college championships that he won. So, yeah, yeah shout out to AJ McGarren. Yeah, man. That was a, a great game. Uh, Seattle edging him. Oh, well, St. Louis edging him uh, 2018. But what about that game? <laughs> the DC and Vegas game. What's your thoughts on that? <laughs> so, um, I had to go home and. Uh, hey, but that was the watch. most talked about game. As far as everything yeah. that was going on, but go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, but not for the right reasons. I know. <laughs> um, but anyway, I didn't watch the the whole game um, when it was live. Um, but I the day because I was at work, uh, DC United had a game. They won too, by the way. But um, yeah. So <clears throat> I the next the following day I went back and watched the game and. My goodness, that field was really bad. I was not expecting Casper Field to be that horrible. So bad that, you know, kickers slipping all over the place. Mm-hmm. Awful. It just didn't look good on TV at all. 6,000 fans did show up out of 10,000 mm-hmm. uh, capacity. So I guess that's not too bad. That's 60%. So that's not really too bad if you're, uh, if you're Las Vegas. But yeah, I I don't know. I, I in my opinion, I don't think Las Vegas is going to be an XFL franchise next season. Perhaps I don't know. I mean, anything can happen. It's, but. it's it's too soon to say. But uh, about the, uh yeah, um, it's a, it's it's a lot that got to go into getting that field ready for uh, next season. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know they have a two year contract with Cashman, so uh, they definitely this off season they definitely got to get uh a lot of things done with that field, especially for um, football, because like they said uh, on player 54, they was the, the broadcasting guy was saying they haven't had football in Vegas. Well, at that stadium uh, over 40, 40, I think you said 43 years, they haven't set up a, uh, 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 that field for football in over 43 years. So that says a lot. Um, I know they did a lot of spray paint in the field. They had to build a tower so they can call the game. Uh, the announcers can call the games from the uh, tower. Um, the rain just made it worse. Players were slipping, like you said. Um, it looked like people was like, wait, how they got 6,000 fans? It don't look like it. But uh, on if you watch Player 54, they were saying like how um, the players was uh, – uh, not the players, the fans was hiding underneath the uh, – the, 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 the behind home plate, it was uh, – I'm not sorry, not Player 54. If you would have listened to uh, the, the Mark cast, Reed was talking about that. They was talking about how the players was hiding underneath the uh, home plate underneath uh, like the, I think that's like the press box or something. So it was somewhere where their fans could walk underneath there. Uh, but yeah, but anyway, player 54 was good. They, they really highlighted Vegas on this, in this uh, episode. Uh, and it was tough, man. Um, you had one of the guys, uh, I think his name was Sean Price. He's the tight end. Mm, uh, yes. Yeah, he's a police officer. They told him that he can take leave or, they, you know, they said you can go and play and then your spot will be here when you get back. And he talked about his life uh, as a police officer and uh, almost, you know, getting getting killed, man. So it's all about mm-hmm. respect, man, and, and experiences and stuff like that. So his story is pretty good. Like I said, please go watch that. It was a nice episode, probably one of the best so far out of the three. Um, but, uh, man, anyway, but the, the game was uh, – the game was interesting though because 
they brought in my man, uh, Derek King, man, and he he lit it up. He he gave them the spark that they needed, man. They couldn't stop him. So I was I was excited to see him. I don't know what's going on with Tayamu, uh, but like I said, that Derek King spark, that's what they needed, and they ended up winning, man. So they took him out eighteen and six, man. So that was a it was a, it was a good game, but like I said, well, besides all the mess that was going on, it was still a good game. Um, then we got my Brahmas, man. <laughs> Beat the Orlando Guardians. Your, did you see the game, the highlights on that game, or did you watch it? Oh um, no, I see, no, I watched both the highlights and the actual game. Um, both on that game, man. Yeah, <laughs> again, Orlando is probably the worst team in the league. Um, <laughs> not well coached. Uh, Paxton Lynch is their quarterback, and he looked, and I think he's going to be the starter after seeing. I think Francois should, should would be starting. No. I don't. I didn't like what I saw from Francois either. I think yeah, passing Lynch is probably better than him. Um, that's just me, but I mean, either yeah. way, it's like either, either way, their get... quarterback room isn't good. Just put it like that. <laughs> exactly. It's like, would you rather get stabbed or shot in the head <laughs> <laughs> at that point? You neither. So, <laughs> it, right. Yeah. So this. Yeah, Orlando's just in deep, deep um, trouble. Um, I, and they're in the South Division. South is not really looking, um, compared to the East in terms of records, um, it's not really looking like a tough division. Like, that second spot is wide open, in my opinion. But I don't I don't see Orlando taking that second spot at all. Um, as, for the, as for your San Antonio Brahmas, um, I like um, Jack Cone. Jack Cone was really yeah, he played good. proving me wrong. Uh, three touchdown passes, 165 yards. I know that's not – I know when you look at the yards, it's not really all that, you know, sexy. But still, three touchdown passes in um, the XFL with no picks. I think that was the most complete quarterback game um, out of all the quarterbacks from this week. I don't know, man. I think I think the South uh, is probably – the South division is probably more competitive. Mine is the Guardians because we won and won. The Renegades one and one, and uh, Roughnecks is two and zero. Oh. And then, but in the North, you got Battlehawks and DC is two and zero, oh. but the Vipers and the uh, Sea Dragons are oh, both zero oh and two. So I mean, I mm-hmm. think our our South is probably more competitive. But I get okay. what you're saying. I think they got the the best like out of, uh, like more willing to be on the top. Like as far as which team, like I think they got better, more. More teams will look come, coming down the stretch will more, probably look better than us, but I don't know. I don't. I, you know what? And I think, uh, like I said, we're probably gonna get to that next. But, um, but I think with Slaughter starting, that's that's probably a lot. But, um, but yeah, you could finish about the Brahmins and Guardians, man. My fault. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. I, I, well, I was about to say something about the North, but I was about to say, you know, CLC Dragons, I mean, they're 0-2, but, I mean, they lost two games because – Good games, they could, too. They, yeah, good games. It wasn't like – it wasn't like, you know, they're just bad. They're not a bad team. I wouldn't call them a bad team if you watch. They just they just had some tough opponents, man. That's all. Right. And, and their quarterback, Ben DiNucci, also – They've been close games, guy. bro. They've been, they've been close games. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And their quarterback, Ben DiNucci – um, he's also been proving me wrong as well. He's leading the whole XFL in passing yards. Right, he's a league leader. 
uh, Jacor uh, Jacor Pearson, that guy is ridiculous. Yeah, man. That's I mean, my guy. the why the guy the way he runs routes get open. Yeah, speed. I mean, him and him and Josh Gordon looking like you know. I I said it on Instagram. I said they got the best one two punch at receivers right now. Right. They 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 got Gordon right there, then they got Jacor Pearson. And JPZ, like if you watch destroying videos, you'll know who JPZ is. If you watch destroying videos on YouTube, you'll know who JPZ is. One of the best route runners I've seen, like on, on destroying videos. He's cold, man. Yeah, C Drive is gonna be a tough opponent um down the road. I think I think there's definitely some wins they're gonna get this season. I mean, yes. well, at least wins enough to be competitive in the playoffs. Yeah, so, that's why I said. That's why I said. I think the North, like down the road, I think it'll start picking up mm-hmm. once they start getting comfortable. Because I mean, I think the like, Vipers could come around. Like they got a nice roster, man. Same with the Sea Dragons. Like they just had tough games, but I think they'll start. That that North will start coming around, man. DC looking good, Battlehawks looking good, but you know it's the South. We just don't know with the Guardians, and we don't know with the Renegades. We got to see how they want to look with Slaughter, and that that'll say a lot. But for that, for that. uh that spot to take the third spot. Like it's a lot of stuff going to shake up this weekend, actually. Uh, like I said, we'll get more into that, but, um, but yeah, man, like I, I just, uh, I think the North is, uh, is, is going to be look, it's going to look, it's going to look good coming, coming up in these next few weeks. We're going to really see who's the contenders and the pretenders, but, uh, but yeah, let's jump into the uh, Renegades and Roughnecks game, man. Who you, what you, what's your thoughts on that? Um, Renegades and Roughnecks. Oh, um, <laughs> that game was as advertised. A robbery game from the XFL 2.0. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good because William likely fumbled the ball twice, back to back times when he um got punt return. Then he ended up getting benched as a punt return. I think the problem with it, the problem there is that. Uh, William Likely was just too green because he had that big return in the beginning of the game, and he just thought, you know, hey, I can do it again. <laughs> and he just forgot about ball security, and he ended up getting benched for it. Um, well, William Likely is a good player. I think he will be back at punt returner again next next week. Yeah. Um, sure. But, again, um, that's the reason why it was a close game. If it wasn't for those fumbles, I, I feel like Houston would have blew him out because the Dallas, I'm sorry, Arlington's <laughs> offense is real is not it just doesn't look good, at least with Drew Plitt. Not Drew, I'm about Plitt. to say with, with with Plitt in there because it looks anemic. Yeah. I mean, but like I said, that's only because well, we're going that's why I said this week coming up is gonna say a lot about Arlington as a team because is it the quarterback? Or I think it's the team. I think it's the quarterback too, man, because he looks terrible. And there's no and I'm, the mistakes that they've made too. You got to add that too. But minus the mistakes, the quarterback play isn't all that to me. Like, and I'm 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 curious because Arlington fans been calling for Kyle Slaughter, so he's about to get the opportunity, and we're going to see what goes down, man. We're going to see. Exactly. Uh, you, I, I'm sorry, like you, you couldn't tell me that this. Offense wouldn't be exciting to watch when you got guys like Sal Canella, Davion Smith, Keith Ford. Right. Um, who else at receive? I can't can't remember his name. Um, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Winningham. Man, they got a, they got a, they got a nice squad, man. Like, and their defense is is well rounded. Like, I mean, right. it's just they just gotta 
pull it. I mean, like I said, it's the first couple weeks, and it's not, not it's not it's it's not bad, but um, it's hard to say from a, a a new team, you know, new iteration, like how teams are going to look like the first couple weeks. But like somebody said, like you know, it's it's going to take some weeks, and we all know that as fans, we all know like how starting up league startup league is going to go and. Start starting a whole new roster and all that stuff. So it takes a while for the O line of jail, defensive line of jail, uh, you know, the quarterback and receiver. Even though they only had what four or five weeks of tra- training camp, but it's still going to take that time with game time play. Like you know, teams have been saying like, "Oh, I couldn't wait to <laughs> be able to hit somebody other than you know my team." You know, so like you know, it's going to take a, a few weeks for the quarterback and receiver to jail. So, um, but it, it says a lot though, of who was ready, like and who game ready than compared to players that's not, but, um, but yeah, man, with that being said, like we, 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 we can go off our results for week two, man. And then you, you ended up three and one and I ended up one and three, man. Uh, did I lose? You lost the sea dragons game. Oh, yeah, okay. picked, I did. Picked, I, I did pick Seattle. You, you picked I Seattle, thought, yeah. Yeah. I think because you convinced me that oh they're a dome team, so they might lose. They came <laughs> and win that joint, man. I blame you for that. I should, and I knew they were probably going to win because of uh, the way Asian McCarran been playing. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we we both we both we both went. We both went three three and one. I said one. I said three and one, right? We both went yeah. three and one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's I, I mean that was that was nice. I mean we did nice on those picks because I mean, like other than the Sea Dragon, I thought the Sea Dragons would 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 edge this out. But but like I said, it was a good game. Came down to the wire again, and uh, the Battle Hawks took that one. But we could jump into uh week three, man. Oh, <clears throat> just so so to start off week three. As I was saying previously, um, these games are are really important because you have Houston two and zero. You have us, which is the Brahmas one and one. You have the Renegades that's one and one, and we have the Guardians that's zero and two. Right, and these are division. This week is all division games. So, um, well, last week was too, but I mean, I just think like these are more pivotal because. Um, if the Guardians pull this off, that means the the Renegades and the Guardians is going to be one and one. And yeah, if, yeah, Guardians are zero and two. You mean one and two? I mean one and two. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So the Renegades are one and one, and the Guardians mm-hmm. are, are zero and two. two. Yeah. Yeah. So they are yes. So let me rephrase that. Yes. So if the Guardians win, that means they'll be one and two, and the Renegades will be one and two. If we win, we will be two and one, and the Roughnecks will be two and one. So that means that the division will shake up, right? So who? What, so that means that the Renegades what will go fourth, will go to the fourth spot, and the, and the Guardians will go to the third spot, and the Brahmins will go to the first spot, and the Roughnecks will go to the second spot. Like what? What? what how you think? What you think? How do how you think that's gonna shake up? Um. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it depends. Uh, Brahmas, if y'all beat the Houston Roughnecks, I think y'all will take that number one spot for sure. If um, Orlando loses to, I mean, if Orlando beats Renegades, 
that should make them number three, right? Because who did they beat? Yeah, they beat someone outside of division last week, and that was the uh, Vipers. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's right. So then Guardians. Yeah, that whole division will shake up. Yeah. So Guardians would take the third spot, and Arlington would be last. But even though I think I think I think honestly that the the Renegades with Slaughter would probably take this one, and they at home. So, um, but uh, we'll see, man. We'll see how 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 the team look, how they come out. I don't know. A lot of people had the Guardians fourth in their power ranking starting the season, and I I mean not fourth, eighth. So I see why um, that they have them there. But um, but then you got uh the Sea Dragons taking on the Vipers, and then Battlehawks taking on the Defenders. That Battlehawks and Defenders game is going to be crazy. Back home oh, yeah. in DC, uh, they saying that the beer snake is back. I, I, we got to see. I think they on Twitter they said that, that it's, it's going to be reviewed, and we want to see what happens. Yeah, that's what they're saying on Twitter. Um, I just saw that on Instagram. I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean, but I'm I'm hoping that the beer snake comes back. Um, hopefully it's looking my, like it. <laughs> hopefully, my job doesn't find this out. But <laughs> for real, uh, I really do hope that the beer snake comes back because that added so much. Uh, entry to to not just to the defenders but to the whole league like it it lo- made it look like you know the games just be you know really electrifying and you know lit like yeah free the bear snake free the bear snake free the bear snake and then um they on twitter they had uh, the news i think it was news four that i can't remember but they was they had an interview with um uh Reggie Barlow and De'Ara King, and they was asking them about the beer snake, and both of them said, like, get the fans what they want, you know? So Barlow down, De'Ara King, and I'm sure the whole team down because, uh, you know, more more, more excitement and more hypeness from the, the fans is what the defenders need, especially for this game. So if they can get that with the beer snake, that'd be, that'd be amazing. So I'm sure everybody's going to watch that game. Uh, that game is on FX. So uh, we'll, we'll see, man. Um then we have the game that's uh the Sea Dragons and the Vipers. That's at, in Vegas, but the this is the battle of the 0 and 2s. Who you got on that game? Um, this game could be tough because I think Vegas, despite being well, you can say that about the Seattle, but I know uh Vegas. I feel like Vegas got an advantage here because their field is so bad. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, then again, you know, you, you got the defenders that came up there and ran the ball. It's supposed to rain, though, so we gonna see. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, it doesn't rain. Yeah. Yeah, because that'd just be bad TV. Uh, it looks like Vegas is gonna roll with um, what's his name? That quarterback. Um, uh, Brett Huntley. Yeah, they're gonna roll with Brett Huntley. Huntley looked pretty. I think the offense was better with Brett Huntley. Against at least against the defenders, well, it's hard uh, to tell. It's hard to tell honestly because of the way that the the field was. Like it looks, it was ver- it was a mess. So it's hard to tell. And I'm hoping that you know that kind of with this game this weekend, it kind of turn around. It kind of turn around, and um, you know, we can expect a different uh, team. I think they really hungry for a win, man. Like I said, if you watch Player Fifty Four, you can kind of see like they they want to win. So I think it'll be a good game, even though they both zero and two. I think it'll be a great game bro like so but who you picking though um i'm gonna pick seattle sea dragons just okay. to be safe 
Uh, I think that's the most safe pick that you can pick because, you know, they just got a better overall roster, better offense. So um, I would take the Seattle Sea Dragons on this one. Yeah, I got the the Sea Dragons as well. Um, Battlehawks in D.C., who you got, man? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm rolling defenders because we are at home. Okay, I respect that. I respect um, and that. The Battlehawks have never been the DC defenders at Audi Field ever. That's a fact. Even in two point, even in That's two a point fact. That's a fact. Actually, oh. they they was coming into. Actually, you know what? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. The Battlehawks was number one in the division. Oh and, yeah. Yep, and DC beat them to move up, and then COVID happened. So, yeah, that that was amazing, man. I was at that game actually. But anyway, yeah, I got and, I got the defenders as well. But go ahead. Yeah, and also the defenders have never lost a home game, and I don't see them losing this one. So they, that's a fact too. Yeah, yeah. And then we we will see though because the Battlehawks, like I said, they're a hot team, man. And I don't know if it'll be a come behind win this game because I think DC defense is too crazy. So, um, but yeah, I got DC too. Um, uh, go ahead. Also, um, the, the the key factor in that game is going to be the DC defenders rushing attack. Mm-hmm. Every, I think last week, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the D.C. defense was the only team with at least run one uh, 50-plus yard rusher. And we had literally every, probably our whole running – all of our – the whole running back room had over 50 yards. And we had over 200-plus yards on the ground. And, uh, and the even crazy part is that all came from the second half. You know who you know who y'all don't want want to get uh you know who y'all don't want to torch y'all? Who? He coming back. Austin Pro. Oh, Austin <laughs> Pro. <laughs> Austin Pro from uh see I remember the first yeah, game. He torched, man. He, he torched he torched us <laughs> two touchdowns. Still um can't wait for L though. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, they two did, touchdowns they did. and one loss. He torched y'all though, man. That was a good game. So yeah. Um Guardians and Renegades, man. Who you got? Oh, I'm taking the Renegades. I'm taking it. Well, uh, Kyle Sloter, I think this offense will be more watchable with Kyle Sloter. Let's just say that. <laughs> why uh, you think why you think Sloter didn't get the start over Plitt? Well, uh it, you know, I've been thinking about that all week. Why isn't Sloter starting? Um, Drew Plitt is a guy that you know nobody's ever heard of. Let's just be honest. And Kyle Sloter is a guy who has a lot of NFL experience, played for a good amount of teams in the NFL, was an MVP candidate in the USFL last week, and here he is backing up this Drew Plitt guy. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I just don't see that. I think that's a Bob Stoops decision mm-hmm. and he's a defensive guy. So I, I I just in my rule, you know, don't let defensive guys mess with the quarterback decision. Leave that to the offensive coordinators and offensive coaches. That's just my opinion when it comes to you know football and stuff like that. I mean, because I think defensive coaches go with, you know, guys that I don't I don't know. Usually, defensive coaches got go with guys that are just more experienced instead of a younger guy with more upside. Mm-hmm. This isn't the case here. It's something totally different. I mean, Drew Plitt is younger than Kyle Sloter. Kyle Sloter. 
but uh, he has no track record at all. I mean, I did hear he was impressive in practice. Maybe it's because Kyle Soder isn't really a good practice guy, and he's more of a gamer than he is a practice guy. Yeah, I mean that could be it. I just was uh shocked by that by that choice right. cuz I was just like, "What?" Oh, I don't know. And I mean, me personally, I guess that's why I'm not a coach, but I'm taking experience that I know that I can see like at a, that pro level to to go with a uh, slaughter over over Plit and then have just Plit uh, the backup. Well, now we about to see exactly how we thought it would be week 1 and uh Slaughter starting and Plit the backup. Um, but okay, you got the Renegades, and now the game of the week. No, I mean, I don't know, man. I think the Battlehawks and Defenders game is is a game is the game of the week. But I think only because let me tell you why the Brahmas and the Roughnecks is the game of the week. For one, last week they was being very disrespectful because the when the Renegades and Roughnecks played, they was like, oh, the Texas Showdown or Throwdown, whatever they want to call it, it's the rival game, whatever. As if there's not another team in Texas, bro. Like, that's so disrespectful. Oh, so you feel forgotten about. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then, and then the Roughnecks law, uh, the Roughnecks beat the Renegades. So the Renegades, like, I mean, I don't know, man. That, that just threw me off. I'm like, okay, how y'all going to have the Texas Whoa. showdown, throwdown, and there's like another team in Texas? So Whoa. we the ones, we the, we the little brothers that got left out. But now we about to show that it's time to rock this, this Texas, bro. We the best team in Texas. They need to call it the Battle of the Triangle because it's three teams and it's actually a triangle. Like if you look at the map, like Tex- Texas, uh, big city, San Antonio, Houston, and uh, Dallas. Well, Arlington is like a triangle. So, yeah, man. So this is the now they trying to now the league wants to throw the hashtag Lone Star Showdown between the San Antonio Brahmas and the Houston Roughnecks. So we about to show like don't disrespect us, man. We about to get this W. So in that case. In other words, I'm taking the Brahmas over the Roughnecks. Give me that. <laughs> man, you got to understand, man. You got to have patience, man. You got to have nah, a little bit of patience. We patient, we patient enough. Because, you, saw the, you saw the game last week. You saw that game last week. We patient enough. Putting up okay. 30. Putting oh, up 30. oh, wow. Against the Orlando Guardians. The arguably the worst Don't team matter. in the NFL. In, I mean, matter. the XFL. Don't matter. Um, Don't matter. <laughs> Yeah. So let me let me say this. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna just cut to the chase. I'm gonna go with Houston. I think they just disrespectful. <laughs> I like it. Um okay, I I'm the reason why is because look, Houston is just more battle tested than San Antonio and they have a much better roster than uh San Antonio as well. You know we really, we you know we lead in the league in defense, right? Overall yeah. defense, yeah. Oh uh, well, you know, Houston's uh, defensive line leading the league in sacks. You know that, right? That's a, that's a fact, and I think y'all, they got turnovers too. Yeah, but overall defense, like yardage wise, we went in it. Yes. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Um, the defense for and San points, Antonio points has been really, well. yeah, it's been really impressive. Um, uh, so but I'm a. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Houston still on this one. I just think they have the better roster. Uh, Brandon Silvers uh, played a play a good game last week. No turnovers, pretty clean. And <clears throat> yeah, I think that's it. 
Um, so I, <laughs> the reason why San Antonio is getting this treatment because they're they're new, they're brand new, um, to the XFL. We're going to show why we not new. We, we <laughs> veterans in this job. <laughs> yeah, I like the step the stepchild of uh, Texas in XFL. Well, we, we about to be the king, so holler at us, man. We gonna, we, they're going to take this L this weekend. That's fine. We'll take care of business. Uh, we'll see about that. Man, so uh, I think we, we covered. Would you got anything for the latest and greatest, man? I think the only thing uh, the latest and greatest, like I said, is the beer snake. Um, I think the Battlehawks uh, hired a new coach. I think it was uh, the defensive line or linebackers coach. One of the, the linebackers. Yeah, linebackers coach. Um, Quentin Dormady. Like, I think that he did he get released. Oh, man. Yes, he just got cut. And apparently there's rumors saying that he was giving away the plays to the but other don't, teams. But don't they live in the same spot? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's – but still, I mean, don't mess it up for the whole team. Now. Everybody wants to win. If, if, I mean, if that's true. I mean, again, these are just rumors. Yeah, I don't if know. These, if these rumors are if these rumors are true, this is pretty crazy. So yeah. I mean, but that's one of the disadvantages that you know you got when it's a, a practice hub, and everybody's sleeping in the same. They're sleeping in the same hotel, correct? Yeah, they, they well. It's uh, from what I heard. It was uh, what I heard. It's, it's four uh, hotels and um, four different practice fields, I believe. And two teams practice on each field, and two teams stay in uh, the same hotel. So, um, but yeah, that's what I heard, though. Yeah, um, that's really insane. Uh, overall. If the uh, rumors are true, and also uh, the Orlando Guardians just signed Dan Williams, former Tampa Bay Viper, uh, from XFL 2.0. He was pretty. Uh, he's a pretty good receiver, uh, pretty good pickup for Orlando. Uh, from especially for Terrell Buckley, <laughs> kind of threw his team off the bus. The whole team. Hey. Did you see the mics, the open, the hot mics um, in that game, man? <laughs> the Orlando one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what I said. I started off with, like, a lot of hot mics was going on. Like, he was talking about, uh, I think one of the players was like, um, I'm, I'm not getting out the game. He was like, I'm taking you out the game. He's like, who are you, you, you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> that was so hilarious. And then you had uh, DeAndre's Francois. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the um, um, big STFU to his teammates for not listening that, in the huddle. And, <laughs> that was so um, hilarious. And when um Terrell Buckley, uh Coach Buckley was like um um when he was talking about the players, like he he said, I want players that want to win. They don't want to win. Something like that, you know? Yeah. That was crazy, man. It was uh it was interesting. Oh man, Orlando. God please hope that uh franchise. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, another another uh quick week. Nothing. We just doing recaps, man, and putting out picks in. Um, yeah, man. Uh, exciting week of football about to come. Um, game one game Saturday, three games on triple header on Sunday. So yeah. football will be starting early on Sunday, which is which is great. So we got a 
uh, early game, midday game, and then a night game. So uh, definitely can't wait for that. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Any other words for uh, for us before we go? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. So what's your players of the week? Um. Hmm. Dang, that's a good question. Um. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, offense, man. You know, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Cone, Jack Cone. Uh, yeah. for, for offense and uh, who defense? Uh, I'm still learning defensive guys. I know most of the offensive guys, but the defensive guys, I'm still learning. Uh, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say Vic Beasley, man. The Vic Beasley. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about I'm gonna you? Go- yeah, I agree. I'm going to go with Jack Cohn in 16 for 24, 165 yards, three touchdown passes. Again, uh, the most complete quarterback uh, performance this Wait, week. Wait, them your prediction for the the game, the, his stats? No, this, like from last oh, week. Oh, from last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three touchdowns. Uh, most complete quarterback performance of the week. And – for defense, I'm gonna go with Orlando Guardians linebacker Mike Lee with eight tackles and one sack. The most this week, eight tackles is the most tackles this week. He had eight tackles. Wow. Yeah, that's that's really good, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say, uh, defense. I'm gonna. I, I, I know I said Big Beasley, but. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, I like Dewan Payne. I mean, uh, Donald Payne, man, out of uh, out of Arlington. He's a he's nice, man. He's nice. So, but yeah, man. Um, I think that's a wrap, man. Another another week of uh, XFL football talk, man. Uh, Yeah. Catch us again, man. Catch us on uh, we got on Twitter XFN podcast. Uh, catch us on um. Spotify, catch us on Anchor. Look for us, search us up, man. And um, we'll be back next week, man. Peace out. Horns forward, beat Houston. Arlington is not part of Texas. They're what? The little, <laughs> they the, they the little brothers right now. Man. They, 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 they stay on the outside. They're not part of it. It's just be let the big dogs play. So, but yeah, man. Long Star Showdown. Let's go. All right, you already know Defenders Nation. Cacao is not the law this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Defenders Nation. Heads up, shields up. Boo. Let's go. Boo. <laughs> you already know, man. The best team in XFL. It's time for victory. We making history.